Okay. What's going on, Big Brian? We are recording right now, so welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Yeah, all right. All right, so we have to do a cut-down version of Illegal Ham to the Face this week because that guy's on vacation, and the first episode's kind of messed up, but we'll put it out later anyways as soon as I get my hands on it. <laughs> so, Big Brian, what's going on, bud? Nothing. How's vacation, my man? Uh, I'm not going to lie, it's still hot as balls out here, and I'm about to drive through a hurricane heading back to Ohio, so hey. awesome stuff for me. Dad, don't be in any hurry, because it's 45 degrees and raining here all week. I'm not going to lie, after the week I've had of walking and sweating my balls off, I'll take it. <laughs> you say that, but I, I guess we are supposed to get a couple 60, maybe even 70 degree days next week, so. Dude, I'm a fat guy that loves hoodies. I can't help it. All right, hey, go for it. I, love, you, I do, do not like sweat. <laughs> How about uh, any shout-outs you got? Shout-outs from down there? Well, I got a shout-out you boys back home. I miss you guys. I miss your fat face, especially. Uh, yeah, well, it's getting a little fat. Yeah. Well, mine isn't because I walked like 45 miles the other day at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so, but... You had to have gotten at least a couple of uh, turkey legs from Epcot. I did not. We didn't go to Epcot. We hit oh. up Magical Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. I had a two-foot Cody. Oh, uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, don't judge. Don't judge. No, I had judge. a pulled pork uh, sandwich, which was delicious. That was mm -hmm. at the Animal Kingdom. It was a barbecue place there. Mm -hmm. And then we've been kind of feeding off of uh, the... Uh, restaurants around here. We went to uh, Texas Roadhouse one night. Okay. Uh, we went to Carabas one night. We've hit up the resort restaurants a few times. So it's right. actually been kind of nice. Okay, a little variety. A little variety. We mixed it up. The boys got their spaghetti meatballs. Daddy got his prime rib. We're uh -huh. all good. Man, I, I figured if you went to Epcot, you'd eat your way around the world at least two or three times. So that's a little different. Well, they what's really bad is they have the food wine festival going on out here right now. And mm -hmm. I thought about it. I <laughs> thought about just leaving the wife and kids and just, yeah, I just going straight Yoshi on everything over there. <laughs> Call it a, a business work. You gotta, you gotta try it out and report <laughs> back to the listeners. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> so bud, so we got to do a trivia, right? This is a knockdown version of us. Well, so right, right, right. We're gonna we're gonna fly through it as best we can. Before we get to trivia, let me give you a couple of my shout outs real quick. First off, uh, when we recorded the first time, it was my mom's birthday, so shout I out forgot to her. About that. Happy birthday, love you. And my second birthday, shout out mama. goes to my alma mater, the Medina Bees boys football team. Did they beat eggs? They have beaten St. Ignatius and St. Ed's in back-to-back -back weeks. And get I believe the shit out of here. Yeah, they're in the regional final now, so they're trying to take down Menor to get to the state. So wow. trying to make it a trifecta because those three teams you know have been unstoppable for the last decade. So shout-out to I'm the gonna tell you, bud. I'm going to tell you, bud, that trifecta, if, if they beat Menor – it doesn't matter if they win states or not. They're a state champion here in Cleveland. Right, right. Men Menor got the best of them earlier in the year, but um, hopefully we learned something from it. But, yeah, just to take down Eds, who I think was the number one team in the state at the time in D1, uh, oh, yeah. that, that was one of the biggest wins in school history for sure. 
So, uh, so what are you drinking right now, buddy? I have a Budweiser. Oh, well, nice. As a matter of fact, I'm two Budweiser's now. Ooh. How about so, you? I am drinking a, was it a Disney ice, oh, poolside iced tea. So Long Island. Okay. You got Mickey it's Mouse not, on the cup? I do not have Mickey Mouse on the cup. I got a lime, a cherry, and a pineapple. Hey, nothing hey, better. It's tropical down here. You gotta love it. Because the uh, what you guys don't realize is the last episode, which we'll put out for fans only at some point in time. Uh, they have Knob Creek down here at the uh, wonderful World of Disney Resort where I'm at. And Daddy did not eat anything during a hot day and just started drinking, and it got away from him really quick. Yeah, I, I reckon you can get yourself in a little bit of trouble with 90-degree uh, temperatures and Knob Creek. Uh, I did because I passed out at like 6.30 with my other son who had enough for the day. And my wife goes, are you messed up? I'm like, I am messed up. <laughs> and, and I just laid down. After you, uh, after you got off with us, we said a little prayer for your wife because we knew what she had to deal with. Oh, yeah. She, she was not happy. I'm not going to lie. She was not happy. <laughs> just remind her it's vacation. Right. I, that's why I try to tell her. She just downed three hurricanes in a matter of like 10 minutes. <laughs> but she's up with the kids right now, so that kind of works out. Now, nice. So, let's you want to do trivia? Got... Yeah, let's do trivia. We don't have trivia, trivia music or anything. No, I'll so... give it to you quick though, um, because as we know, we'll get into the game from the Browns and the Bengals this past weekend, and yeah. the phenomenal performance, well, in three quarters at least, for your quarterback, your guy Baker Mayfield, throwing five touchdown passes in the final three quarters, and that ties a record for the Cleveland Browns in their historic franchise history. And so with he five? tied with five. He tied three other guys. Uh, then he wasn't able to give me one. He, he came up with – well, I won't tell you what he, his guess was, but um, he ties three guys. One guy, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even know he existed, so – if you can give me two of the three, I'll be impressed. I'll accept that as a, a right answer. Can I get like decades? Uh, before ninety nine. Oh, we'll give it away. Before ninety nine. Before ninety nine. All yeah. right. So that'll right. help you a little bit because Derek Anderson. I was surprised. He probably would have been one of my guesses. It's not Derek Anderson. Well, I I got one right out of the gate. Okay. And I don't. Is Brian Sipe one of them? Yep, he is one. I'll All give right, you that. So I got one. See, All right, so, so we're going. We're going further. I'll give you two more guesses, and you have to get one of them. Okay. okay. Well, we'll do that at the end of the show, right? So let's get into the uh, the wonderful Browns and Bengals game because I had my doubts after watching Baker uh, kind of suck it up against Pittsburgh and losing the Steelers had me down and out. And then mm-hmm. Baker comes back with a uh, not like a little bit of a magical performance, but a MVP type performance. I'm going to say. Yeah, you and everybody else. I mean, the whole city was down on Baker after that Pittsburgh game, and then to see him come out and do what he did the first quarter against Cincinnati. I don't blame you if you were jumping off the bandwagon. I mean, well, other I had, than you know, good. Other than missing, um, you know, the very first pass was 
that was just an atrocious play. He underthrew Odell, and then before you know it, Odell's hurt and Treader's hurt, and we're yeah. wondering what the heck just happened. And then he follows that up with a couple overthrows that just looked terrible, and he started out 0 for 5. He didn't complete a pass in the first quarter. So, yeah, I mean, well, people, we're, were, people were ready to throw him to the dumpster, get him the heck out of town. We don't need him. And then I just – I can't – I can't imagine, I can't ever remember a performance in the final three quarters that was so completely different from his first first 15 minutes. It was unbelievable. Can we, uh, and I, I don't want to say this because Odell won us a game, but can we mm-hmm. just, like, close the book on Odell? Because it, uh, well, seems like Baker, it seems like Baker does so much better without Odell. I, and And that's the argument. I mean... I don't know. The numbers would back you up because from what I heard, Baker's played uh, 22 games with Odell and his completion percentage is only 59%. Without Odell, 15 games, his completion percentage is 65% and he's averaging almost a yard more per attempt. So his numbers are better. I don't know how. I don't know why his numbers are better without Odell. Because um, he doesn't have to focus on one player at that point in time. Yeah, and, and maybe my hope is because I'm sure we'll have all offseason to talk about whether they should trade Odell. But um, my hope well, is – From he, our understanding, they had trade suitors already. Even after right? the injury? Like within the well, last couple of days or what? Well, no, before. Like before they had like six teams wanting Odell, right? I, that wouldn't surprise me because he he's still an unbelievable talent. He's still a Pro Bowl caliber receiver, but um, I find it hard to believe that the Browns would be better without Odell. My hope is that Baker can establish himself this season and you know really gain control, gain confidence with the locker room, and then next year you're almost adding Odell into that atmosphere where Baker is the alpha dog and he doesn't have to, uh, you know, give up some power to Odell. Odell can be added to it and he can be part of the team rather than being this big diva that we traded for. Yeah. I I mean, I get it. It just, by the way, I got my mask on right now. So excuse me if I'm muffled. Daddy needs another drink. So (laughs) how are you going to drink with a mask on? Oh, no. Perfect. So I, okay. you know, I had uh, Big Boy Phillips uh, contact me today and started crying about fantasy. Yeah. You know how, uh-huh. how about how about that move? I uh, know you did great. Did buddy. you hear what happened? No. What'd you do? I'll uh, I'll, well, I'll recap it. Just um, and I can't remember what I ended up winning by. It might have been twenty points or something like that. But uh, he had Aaron Jones, and Jones was ruled out like Friday late afternoon. So I went and picked up his backup and started him against Aaron Jones. And then uh, he had to scramble to find somebody to play in his, his running back spot. So I pulled a quick one on him. uh, What you, you took out Vinny. Yeah. I got Buffalo's defense. Vinny would have, Vinny would have smoked me if he would have started his starters. Right, yeah. I'll I'll break it down real quick for the audience that uh I think you won by maybe thirty ish points and Vinny left not one 
but two quarterbacks on his bench that scored over 40. Uh, he so had, all he had to do was yeah. play one of them. He had Tom Brady and uh, Joe, Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yep, so, so if he played one of them and – Maybe next weekend he can give his excuse out, or maybe you listen to the other episode where he explained it a little bit. But, uh, yeah, then it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> can I get a poolside so, iced tea, please? As you get another drink, I'll just I'll run down the first half of the Browns game. It was, I don't know, it was uninspiring, I guess. Because of Baker's start, thankfully, he came back in the second quarter and went five for five with a touchdown, and that started his tear. But um, the defense almost kind of, once again, did a bend-but-don't-break attitude because they certainly didn't stop Joe Burrow. Yeah, but, but they didn't have – the thing is, is, there was no Joe Mixon, and they should have just stopped everything for Well – Towards the end of the game, the Bengals didn't even try to run the ball at all. It was just pass, 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 pass. And so that's what was the most frustrating is you know what's going to happen and you still can't stop it. You want this? Thank you. But Denzel Ward had a tremendous game. He he made three plays that I remember. I mean, the first interception in the end zone, that was because Denzel Ward tipped it up and then he had – a uh, play that's been going around the internet the last couple of days where he slid under a block and tackled the guy on a wide receiver screen. And his other one-on-one play against A.J. Green in the end zone was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I think it was like a 45-yard pass or something like that. So he had a hell of a game. Miles Garrett, we know. We've come to expect it from him. Getting another sack, getting another strip sack. He... I, it, it's scary to think what the defense would be without him. So, he, those two guys did enough for the defense. Thank you. Right. And I think – I don't even know if the Bengals punted one time. We had one punt. I don't think they punted at all. So, for I, them to lose a game where they didn't punt is unbelievable. It, you know, to be honest, I got, you know, with a minute left in that game, and I'm sitting here going – well, we're going to find out real quick if Baker is the one guy that can actually lead us back. And yep. to watch him do the things that he needed to do was because he just led that whole team down and took him on his back. That, that's what we've been waiting for, man. I mean, it was it was historic performance by him. Because he had, I think, <clears throat> they call it 21, but he had 22 completed passes in a row to end that game. I'm not counting the spike ball because that's a bunch of BS. So for him to do that's, I mean, I, I still can't wrap my mind around it, and we're four days afterwards. You know, and I'm sitting there watching the game, and you know why he got comfortable, Bry? Is he wasn't mm. in underneath center that often, and if he was, he was rolling out. They finally put him in a system where his skill set is able to do work, which is the shotgun and getting him outside of the pocket. Mm-hmm. And they actually did that for him, and look what happened. He could actually read the defense from there and go from there. Yeah, he in, 
And it's not like if you go back and watch that game, it's not like he had a ton of easy throws. He had some phenomenal throws. Dude, that touchdown pass to People Jones was unreal. Right. Right. Shame on me for not bringing up People's Jones up to this point. You uh, you texted me People's Jones. (laughs) (laughs) That touchdown pass to People's Jones, his pass to (coughs) David Njoku. Oh, yes. The thief right over the middle. Oh, unreal. Yeah, sensational. Sensational catch. And also his fireball to Harrison Bryant, I think, for his second touchdown. Yeah, I don't think Harrison Bryant knew that was coming because it hit him right in the gut, and he just kind of had to swallow it. Well, I think if it hit him in the hands, he would have broke a finger or something like that because it was, I mean, it was a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. And so just just the fact to, to see Baker make those throws and also our receivers with our top guy just tearing his ACL, our, our other receivers, our complimentary pieces, making those phenomenal catches. That was, I mean, that was music I by ears. That was I mean, buddy, let's be, so much fun. Let's be honest. The, the one person that actually saved <laughs> the whole game was Juice. Yeah, right. Juice getting Harrison Bryant up on the line so they didn't have a 10-second runoff probably saved them the game. And it's little things like that that normally would never yeah. happen for the Browns, right? Little things. We I were, didn't even notice that. Did, did you even see the video playback? He is screaming at him to tell him to move forward. To cover. This was during the final drive? This was the pass right before People's Jones. Because oh, they're getting ready, Higgins. yes. So they were getting ready to spike the ball, mm-hmm. and he is telling Harrison Bryant to get on top of the tackle instead of offset of it. He said, "Get up on the line." Mm-hmm. He's yelling, he's waving his arm at him, screaming at him. Because if Harrison Bryant didn't do that, that is an illegal formation. That is a penalty, and that's a ten-second runoff, and that leaves the Browns with how many seconds? Not many. Right, right. So not much. I'm telling you, between between Landry and Treader, those are two of the toughest football players we've had in Cleveland in a long time. He is out there playing with broken ribs. So was Baker Mayfield, buddy. I I know. The, well, report, it, the reports came out that he had, what, two cracked ribs? For Baker? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, Mary Kay during the game said that he was playing, there was a source – coming through that he had two cracked ribs that he was playing through. Hmm. So he's been wow. playing with cracked ribs for two games. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, you know, maybe, maybe the training staff needs to give him his shot a little bit earlier. Cause it, it almost seemed like the medicine didn't kick in until the second he, quarter. Well, and he was just out what, there in pain. Well, from what he said, I think it was Nate Ulrich who brought it up. Um, from what he said, it's not the throwing motion, it's the follow-through. Right. So it's got to be something. That's why he was saying a lot of things high. Oh, there's a beer. Did I hear a beer? <laughs> you got it. Cheers. Three Budweiser's. There you go. So you know, <laughs> this is the – this I, I know it's the Bengals, but the Bengals have been competitive. Don't, they have don't been. tell me they right. haven't been because they're not laying down because – I, buddy, I'm not going to lie. You know, when we think that we have a heads up on somebody and then Joe Burrow comes in. 
So now we have yeah. a link with Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and Ben Roethlisberger. And it's like, yep. are you kidding me? Because Joe Burrow looked good, buddy. He really did. He did. And he did it with, I think, two of his starting, maybe three of his starting offensive linemen went down. Oh, yeah. That's what was so concerning for me as a Browns fan. They had they're down to their final offensive lineman. They didn't dress anybody else, and we're we're still having trouble getting pressure on them. And so it's but it's it's crazy. We, we need crazy. somebody else on that defensive line to step up other than Miles Garrett because well, I mean, Vernon they had, can't just Vernon sit back had a there. sack or two, right? No, I don't think he did. He I might have had a pressure had, or two. I think he had a sack. But I, that's we. But also, I am driving at the point in time that I'm listening through this game. I got two kids in the background. I'm driving through South Carolina, and I'm trying to get the game on the radio so I can listen to Jimmy Donovan, which I finally got. <laughs> in the did you second did quarter. you listen to? Okay, so you heard Jimmy's call in the final play. Yes. Yes, that was I did. Something special. That had to send chills down your spine. But hold on. What really said chills down my spine was Parky missing an extra point. <laughs> That's why you should never bet on football because if, oh my if God, you didn't that... think football was fixed before, you are up three with the spread. As I forget, it was either three or three and a half. <laughs> and you're sending, out, <laughs> you're sending out a guy who hasn't missed a kick all year long. And it's basically an insignificant extra point because they didn't have enough time to do anything after that, and he missed it. So, yep, don't gamble, boys and girls. Don't gamble. But it, that when when he threw that ball to Peoples Jones and Jones caught it, I didn't even celebrate because I'm like, well, that's out of bounds. I mean, that's a phenomenal catch, but there's no way he got two feet down, so I didn't even celebrate. And then they showed that replay, and I just went nuts because I couldn't believe it. I, he actually came out and said that he thought the ball was coming to him, but he didn't know until he turned around, and then he just put his hands up. Yeah. He goes, that's how yeah, quick I, it came, because he actually he thought it was coming to him, and he didn't turn around, and he saw it was coming at him, and he just put his hands up. But yeah. I you do, know I do have to stop you right there because I did watch the Ohio State Buckeye game and did yep. you see the unbelievable touchdown pass that the one kid did just to drag his foot in? <laughs> I, I yeah I know what you're talking about and he caught the ball a- he made sure he caught the ball and looked where his foot was at and dragged it in. It didn't even look like there's any chance he could even get one foot in. No. And it looked like he didn't make a move to put his foot anywhere near the end zone until like the final fraction of a second. He just kind of nonchalantly just kicked his foot over and touched it down. And Brian, I mean, it didn't look. Brian, we're in a whole different stage of football now, buddy. I mean, that, yeah, I, that's. Excuse my French because there's kids around me. That shit is ridiculous. That was right, right. And on, I don't want to pour water on it, but I don't think there's any NFL receiver that could have got two feet down in that um, situation. No, no, God, So no, the fact that too. he got one, yeah. I mean, at first you're like, well, that's not a touchdown because we watch so much NFL. But one is all you need in college. And, you know, it, Dude, he did it perfect. Phenomenal. He did it perfect. Right. 
Right. I didn't think he was going to do it, but yeah, it, it was great. It's great to see the um, Big Ten back. And I'm sorry it got and, us off track, buddy. I had to say it because I actually watched that game with some friends, and it was me and the kids. We were making fresh made pieces at my buddy's house. Shout out, June. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll be on our show at some point in time. Uh, we went mm-hmm. to North Carolina first and stayed a couple days with June. And uh, we made fresh pizzas. <clears throat> By the way, listen to this. This is the pizza I made mm-hmm. at June's house. Okay. So we had bratwurst the day before. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I sliced them real thin, like not like pepperoni, but a little bit thicker. I put those on there, some fresh garlic, some onions, some of the hot pepper rings, the pepperonis. Yep. And, and then I topped it off with a hot pepper jelly drizzle. Now it's not hot. Oof. It's not hot. It's actually no, I know. really good well, jelly. Sweet. It's really sweet. Yeah, I love. And I just drizzled it jelly. over top. Junior ate pretty mm-hmm. much my whole pizza. I had two pieces of it. He goes, I never thought about adding <laughs> this as a combination. He goes, I forgot how fat you are and how good you like food. I'm like, touche, buddy. <laughs> Look at this gut. You think I don't know how to cook some delicious food? Hey, I'm sitting there floating in the pool and people are looking at me going, Dad, it's manatee. I'm like, no, 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 it's that fat guy. <laughs> if I see you floating in a pool, I'm following you to wherever uh, restaurant or pickup <laughs> spot you're going. And I'm I'm saying I'll have whatever he's having because he's doing it right. So I'm not going to lie. I went to uh, – so the best meal I've had here, okay, and mm-hmm. we're staying at the Pop Century Resort, okay? Okay. And they have a grilled chicken sandwich, which is the bomb, okay? Sounds kind of bland. It's not because they put their seasoning on it. There's a drizzle of honey mustard. It's actually really mm-hmm. good. So Okay. So we went to um, Carabas, and they have oh, yeah. a Polo Rosa Maria chicken. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got it with grilled asparagus, but it's like a lemon sauce, almost like a Marcella, but a little bit lighter. And I ate, okay. oh my God, so good. And then also I had gator tail while I was down here. So, you know, you got oh, to some gator tail. You got to have some gator while you're down here in Florida. Does it the taste boy, like chicken? It does taste like chicken. The boys loved it. They dipped it in the honey mustard sauce. It actually turned out really, really good. <laughs> so I've never understood that. If it tastes like chicken, why not just order chicken? Why pay an extra 10 bucks for gator tail? Okay, it's not an extra $10, but you, uh, we've had to talk about this, and you will not explore certain things. Yeah, I'd never probably eaten gator. Okay, so... Next time we go down to Florida, we'll go down as a legal hand to the face party. Okay. Road trip. We'll do adults only. Okay. Okay. And I'll get you some gator tail. <laughs> All it is. Okay. So you know how you like your uh, boneless wings? Yeah. It is just like boneless wings. It is breaded. They're little nuggets. And all you do is dunk it in honey mustard or barbecue sauce down here. And then you eat it. It's like it's almost mm-hmm. like a chicken popper. That's all it is. Okay. So so I I see how this goes now. I start talking about Donovan Peoples Jones, my boy, and you start bringing up 
anything and everything to get me off that point. I have right? to, buddy. I have to. <laughs> He's a brown now. You should be excited about him. Uh, you know something? He caught the winning touchdown. I'm excited. All right, let's do it. Let's get it. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm not calling. I'm not declaring he's going to be great or anything like that. I'm just excited. Okay, it's unfortunate that Beckham is out. I, was, I wish he was still healthy. I wish he was playing the whole year. But now that he's out, we got a chance to get a look at a little more of Peoples Jones. And thank God we signed Rashard Higgins because he was just sitting out there in free agency and you know, waiting on. for somebody do, to pick him up. You do realize that Higgins has only got like five catches and three of them were touchdowns, right? He had – so, right, up until tell this me, game. Tell me the but, stat. Tell me the stat. Well, he stepped up this game. He had six catches okay. for 110 yards. Get out of here. Which I'm telling you, if you look back, other than the Jets game, I think Odell had over 100 in the Jets game. Yes. Other than that, I don't think he's had many 100-yard games. He had a 100-yard game. and Well, no, he did not because not, – Not this year. He, he doesn't have one this year. Well, Dallas – I mean, 100 total yards in yeah. Dallas, yeah. But receiving yards, he doesn't have over 100. Not a whole lot. So, give those other guys a chance. We'll get Cardale Hodge coming back. He'll be our fourth, which I couldn't believe. They only dressed four wide receivers on Sunday against the Bengals, which I don't know. That, that sounds like a mistake because one of your on. four. Did they, did they dress three tight ends? Uh, they they probably did. They might address Steven Carlson as the because uh, the if they address three end. tight ends, I can actually kind of understand because <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Harrison Bryant is looking like a steal right now. Do you think? I think personally, I think the Browns regret paying Austin Hooper the amount of money they did. You know something? I don't think that because they still didn't know what they had in Joku. Or Harrison yeah. Bryant, and they needed somebody to be that guy. But Harrison Bryant has stepped up. And you know something? Yeah. Even though he's injury prone, the Joku has actually stepped up. Right. I, and if, some, if something happened to Austin Hooper, or they could maybe get like a second round, maybe a third round pick for him at the trade deadline, I'd be fine with rolling forward with Harrison Bryant and David Njoku is our two tight ends. Well, what, a, what, a, what about that. get rid of Njoku? Uh, I don't think you can get much for Njoku. I think they would if they could get even a fifth rounder, to be honest, for him. But I don't think anybody will give up a fifth rounder unless they're really in dire straits. Uh, okay. I hear it. But if they could, I'm sure they, would, they wouldn't hesitate to move him, especially with the resurgence or the the coming out party that Harrison Bryant had on Sunday because there was one drive. I think he had three or four catches. It was all him, and he had the touchdown catch. He had like 50 yards receiving and a touchdown just on one drive. You know, it kind of goes to show you where the mindset of our front office is because most people wouldn't even look at him. I didn't even know who he was. No, and he me comes, neither. And he comes into camp, and he pretty much – he put a first-rounder, Njoku, on the ropes. Yeah. Coming right. in. From the beginning. Yeah. 
So, and he's actually blocking. He's doing everything he has to do. And, you know, the run game was kind of, uh, you know, we need Chubb back. Right. Let's be honest. Right. Right. That's one thing we haven't talked about yet is uh, the run game hasn't been great. I don't know it's if it's there, because. But it's not great. Right. But is it because Kareem, Hunt isn't 100%? Well, we both know Hunt is 100%, but Hunt played his ass off on a couple of those drives to get first downs. Oh, yeah. But yep. There was a screen hey, pass that he got a first do. down, and he powered through a couple tackles to get a first down. And that's the kind of player he, a, he is. When our uh, when our offense was stuck in the mud that first quarter and a half, he was the only thing that was working for us. He had a couple of uh, ten or twelve yard gains that got us first downs when we really needed them just to stay in the game. And then in the second half, it just became a shootout between us. I mean, it was back and forth, Burrow and Mayfield, who could outdo the other one. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I got kids coming by with Captain America signs, and it, it, dude, it's amazing down here. It's still 90 degrees, by the way. Hold on, did, what is it? Did they, re- did they, did they recognize you, or are you keeping a low profile? I'm keeping a low profile because okay. uh, not many people know that fat guy. So I'm trying to well, keep, I, I, I'm trying to keep it under wraps, bud. I heard you're kind of a big deal, and uh. What thirty-eight states? So maybe ha- we haven't reached Florida yet. We have not reached Florida yet, but I am huge okay. in Missouri, Kansas, Montana, mm-hmm. Denver, or Colorado, and parts of New Mexico. Yeah, we got to get got to get Jared Bridges marketing us down in Florida. Well, hopefully he listens. I doubt he does, but hopefully he listens. <laughs> so, big fella, you want to get into uh, next week? Yep, yep. Well, just a couple days now is uh, we've got the Oakland Raiders coming to town. And, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. Las, Las Vegas, Vegas yep. Raiders. Yep. And it'll be a big game. I mean, they're fighting for a playoff spot just I mean, like we are. So like, if we can knock them down a peg or two. I mean, I want you to think about it. The Browns could go into the bye week at 6-2, right? <sighs> it's crazy. Unreal, right? I, I don't believe it because a lot of people thought they'd win six games for the whole year. Tony Grossi. <laughs> eh, well, I said it. Uh, I had to say yeah. it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's a huge game. It's, uh, in my opinion, it'll be another shootout because Oakland's defense is really bad. They might even be worse than the Bengals. Uh, they can't stop so anybody. From what I saw, they are like 18th. Okay, so they're kind of middle of the road. Okay, so but but we can't score have, them. But we can score them. But also, you have Josh Jacobs. You have David Carr, correct? Derek, Derek, Carr. Derek, David Carr went to Houston. Yep, his older uh, brother. Derek. Derek what scares Carr. me? What scares me is Derek Carr is leading the NFL. In completion percentage at like seventy two or seventy three percent. Well, who are his wide receivers? Let's go over those. His receivers. He's got the first rounder. They took it, I think, twelve okay. last year. Rookie um, Rugs from Alabama. Okay. They have Nelson Aguilar, who was a former first rounder that went to Philadelphia. That didn't do much there, but he's had. 
I think I was looking because I was thinking about picking him up in fantasy. He has three, four, maybe even five touchdowns this year. Huh. So he, he's kind of a deep threat. And then they have their slot guy, Hunter Renfro from uh, from Clemson. And there <laughs> was that you, or was, do you have the machine down there? Oh, I'm sorry. That was pretty good. That was accurate. Yeah, I hope so, because my roof broke. But their offense kind of goes through. Those are nice ancillary pieces. The offense goes through. Jacobs and Darren Waller, they're tight end. You're going to have to stop those guys because those are the uh, the safety blankets for Derek Carr. Okay. But and also don't forget their uh, their entire offensive line was out last week or due to COVID. Didn't right? Didn't practice. I I, I think a couple of them might have played, so it might be down an offensive lineman or yeah, two. Yeah, but they so. know they know better. You know what I mean? Like the Brown- Right. It's the NFL. They know how to play. Right. The the Browns have done a, a pretty decent job at stopping the run this year. It's just the pass that they, you know, teams pass all over them. So if we yeah. can stop, stop Jacobs and take away Waller, I think that's half the battle. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they do it, bud. I mean, it's it's a huge game. And Man. it's and, I, oh, and it's at home, so there's a just, benefit for us. I hope I hope they're not looking towards the bye week. I hope they're focused on this week and uh, you know, hopefully bring home the W and then get two weeks off to get everybody healthy. Hopefully Chubbs back after the bye, so oh, maybe even greedy. But fuck greedy! I'm done with greedy. Oh. We need him. We need no, him. No, no, we don't. Because guess what? He hasn't seen the field in two years. And well, guess what? He's got a nerve problem. It's an ankle problem. It's a shoulder problem. It, he's injury prone. Yeah, I'll give I'll give him this year. Uh, I think I think any addition can uh, potentially help us. And so I, I think- won't I won't judge it until I see him on the field. I mean, I think, honestly, we are going to make a trade somehow because the trade okay. deadline is next week, right? Yeah, I think Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, something like that. I think we're going to actually make a trade for either secondary help or linebacker help. Yeah, they they need some help. I don't, you know, I keep hearing how these guys are playing well. Like Money Mitch, we keep hearing how he's playing well. And Kevin Johnson... You know, he made a play. He had a couple nice uh, cornerback blitzes on Sunday. Kevin, well, but, um, yeah, a couple of pass still, breakups too. But but teams are passing all over us, and well, so uh, you can't tell our, me they're playing well. They know and then our, they're passing all over, but us. they know our secondary is weak. Mm-hmm. They're not going to challenge our front line by trying to run the ball. They're going to try to get yeah. it out quick and make our secondary make plays. And guess what? You know, Joe Burrow has done it, and he almost won with it. Yeah, we need uh, we need the linebackers to step up and make some plays. We need Mac Wilson to continue to progress. I know he's had a rough couple months with his knee injury, but it's time for him to step up and let us know he's on the field. Yeah, I know, I know, and I love Mac Wilson. 
I think he's going. I know. Me too. I think he's going to be an anchor of our linebackers. Yeah. Bye, Brian. Well, all right. What else? What do you want to get into now? Uh, well, let's see here. We already we have Las Vegas coming up, right? Let's get in. You want to make predictions? We don't have video here to make a prediction. Well, we'll get Vinny's. Uh, have him text it to us or something later, all so right. it's on record. All right, so let's get predicts. All right, so yeah, go ahead. I will go first. I'm going to pick. I think the Brian Browns ride this, and I'm going mm-hmm. to pick a 28 to 24 win. Okay, I'm not going to go as high as I normally did. Right. What about right. you, buddy? Uh, well. We disagree because I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and it doesn't make sense. I think the Browns are the better team, but they've just they've been so fortunate. They're 5-0 and in all their close games this year, and the two games they lost were blowouts, and they've won every single game that's been close, and I don't know how much longer that can continue, especially with the turnovers and everything, and you're facing a very accurate quarterback in Derek Carr. So I I hate to do it, but it's it's the inner Browns fan in me. Are you taking the Ravens? It's been around yeah, it's been for been around for the last wow. twenty years that when things are starting to go really well, you're just waiting for that letdown. And so a six and two Browns team, I don't know if I've ever seen it in my life. You know, maybe back in the late 80s or something like that, but wow, you, I just can't see it. So, you are horrible. I'm sorry. You're, I'm, you're I'm, just, the I'm, I'm waiting for the letdown. Like I said, I think the Browns are the better team, and I think they should win. They should be favored. But we've just been we've been so lucky with turnovers and everything, and everything seemed to go our way. I'm just waiting for it, the tides to turn. So I'll say Oakland 36. Ooh, Cleveland 34. By the way, it doesn't count because it's Las Vegas. Sorry, Las Vegas. Yeah, I'll keep doing that. All right. Las Vegas 36, Cleveland 34. Let's get to the trivia. Okay, so Baker Mayfield had five touchdown passes, which tied a Browns record. Uh I got one. one game. You got Brian Sipe. There's two more guys. All right. And if, before, you, if you need a hint, it's I'll, before. I'll, hold on, no, no, no. It's before ninety nine, right? Before ninety nine. If you need any more hints, I can give them to you. Can I this, get this a Vinny Testaverde? Not Vinny Testaverde. I'll give you one more guess, though. Autogram. Not a bad guess. Oh. Not autogram though. All right. So, so there, there are two guys. Brian Sipe uh, was one of them. The other two, one guy I've never heard of, Bill Nelson. Who the hell is that? I don't know if you exactly never heard of him. And the other guy was from the '60s. He was a championship quarterback. I think he played with uh, Jim Brown. I think he was on the last. Browns championship team in '64. Okay, Frank Frank Wright. Frank or, Wright. Sorry, Frank, not Frank Wright. Frank Ryan. I have Ryan okay. right in front of me. I said Frank Ryan. So oh, shit. 
you're going back a ways, but uh, now Baker's Mayfield's with them. So, all right. Well, we're doing top three you, right show. now. Yep. You want to move into the top three? Let's with, do. Uh, let's do a t- quick top three. With Halloween coming up, Halloween everyone wants to up. know what what's the fat man's favorite candies? Halloween candies. Okay, so we are doing a top three Halloween candy. What is your number three? My number three. Yes. Um. I like Milky Way, so probably. Oh, okay. So we got a Milky Way here down in Orlando. Okay, Milky Way, nice. Okay. Is she taking Vinny's spot? She's taking Vinny's spot for right now. What's your name? Blake. Blake. Thank you You're so welcome. much. All right. All right. So we got Blake from Orlando doing a Milky Way. Yep. All right, Brian. You. All right. Um. You know, chocolates. Usually the go-to, but I tried to come up with one that uh, that's non-chocolate, so I'll throw it in my number three spot. Uh, I'm gonna say a Nerd's Rope. Oh, number three. I, like I don't. It. I don't even know if they make them anymore. No, I don't but, think uh, they make them anymore. Oh, 10, 15 years ago, back when I was in high school. Yeah, give me a Nerd's Rope. Okay, right, I hear you. Let me pull somebody else up. Excuse me. Excuse me. Just one quick question. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast right now. What is your guys' favorite Halloween candy? It doesn't have to be Halloween Pacific, but like if you candy corn, that kind of thing. We've already had milk. What was it? What did we have? Milky Way? Milky Way. Yep. We had Milky Way already. Kit Kat? Kit Kat? Okay, so Kit Kat from where are you from? Virginia. Virginia. So we have Kit Kat from Virginia. Thank you so much, Shoot. guys. <laughs> Thank you. So we have Kit Kat from Virginia. I don't even have to answer anymore. This is awesome. Okay, so you're not going to answer. You're just going to pull the people around. I'm pulling you. people around me. Why not? Actually, I'm going to do That's number fine. one. I'm doing number one. Spread the spread the love. All right, you give me number one. My number two. I was going to say Kit Kat, but uh, I'll audible. And I'll say Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Love them. Oh, Much better than M&M's. Oh, here we go. I got two. Can okay. I borrow you for a second? Just for, it's just for a second. I'm on a podcast right now, and we are doing favorite Halloween candies. I need your number one. Candy corn. Candy corn is number one. No. Where are you guys from? Georgia. All right. Thank you. Candy corn from Georgia. Go dogs. Candy Go dogs. corn. Come on. I, that's what they that's, pick. You no. like candy corn? I uh, actually I do. That's my number three. My number one is Reese cups. I'm not gonna lie. Reese cups. I not can't bad. help it. I can't. Uh, it, between that and like Easter time when you get the uh, bunnies, the Reese bunnies. Yeah. I can't pass. Right. I can't pass it up. Do you put them in the refrigerator? Hell no. Oh, you got to try it. No, man. no, no. I melt that shit all over me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. Um, so, so candy corn, I got a little tip for people that don't like candy corn. Like I don't, if you mix candy corn and peanuts together and eat them at the same time, it almost tastes like a Snickers bar. How do you not like candy corn? Oh, I can't. It's wax, dude. It's not good. Are you serious? 
Yeah, not a fan. Well, pull out your fat boy card. <laughs> so my number one <coughs> is it's not like a super popular candy bar, but I love it. And whenever I haven't even had one in maybe probably nine months, 12 months or something like that. But it's the best one, in my opinion. It's the Whatchamacallit bar. Oh, I love the Whatchamacallit. You've had whatchamacallit? Yes, I have. Wow, man, I I love them. Pull that out. Underrated. All right. Well, I'm glad I got people from Florida here to kind of chime in on this. Yeah, them Georgia people, they love their candy corn. They love their candy corn. That's all right. That's all right, right? (laughs) Yeah, I won't judge them. All right, so we have to do, let's see here. Are we doing fantasy updates? Uh, No. Are we just saying screw it? Screw it, screw it. We'll you do want, it next week. Well, right, yeah. I promote want, next that's week all with, with Right, promote next week with Juice and uh, Big Man. Oh, that's right. We're doing the cross promo next week with uh, GT's podcast. And I can't mm-hmm. wait for I can't wait to get those two knuckleheads on. Oh, my God, Juice has got to be killing himself right now. He had a rough week. I think he lost by, like, three points. Oh, he – well, he did not only lost by three points, but Dallas kind of shit the bed. Uh, and and they got some dude I'd never heard of playing quarterback this week. Dallas? Yeah. Ben, what, happened to, what happened to Dalton? Oh, he took a nasty, nasty cheap hit. Some dude came down as he was sliding and knocked him out, knocked his helmet off. It was <laughs> nasty. So they picked up, if you remember, they picked up Garrett Gilbert from our practice squad a couple weeks ago. Hey, so. you know what's really funny about this? Juice? Welcome to our world, buddy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. It's like the ties have turned. We got the Dallas right. luck, and they got our luck. I know, right? So, all right. So, we got it in the show, right? End it. All right. So, Brad, give them God bless. Yep. God bless you. God bless America. God bless the Cleveland Browns. All right. I am that fat guy. We are Legal Ham the Face. You can find us on Twitter. And Facebook at Illegal Ham the Face. You can also find uh, email us at illegalhamtheface.gmail.com. And uh, we'd like to say thank you to our troops for everything they do. We'd like to say thank you to our first responders during this entire time. And I mm-hmm. also got to say thank you to the beautiful state of Florida for a wonderful vacation with my family. <laughs> so hey I'll see you here in uh, about five days bud well enjoy the rest of your time down there alright thank you bud we are yep. uncorked unloaded and we're out thank you <laughs>